This is Mr. Tolu Balogun. On the Walk From Home podcast, I will be teaching you a lot of things you can do to upgrade your skills and be able to run a Walk From Home business successfully. Stay with me and enjoy. Hi everyone, Mr. Tolu Balogun here with an exciting guest today. Lamar is from Israel. And today we'll be talking about a very special topic, a topic that would resonate with a lot of people. We'll be talking about how to hire and manage remote teams effectively. We're very opportune to have Lamar here to help guide a lot of entrepreneurs and businesses on how to make sure that they're able to not just hire the right talent, but also manage them properly in a way that will help um, keep their business going up. You know, it's one thing to hire, it's another thing to manage. And I'm so very excited to welcome Lemon to the Work From Home podcast. Welcome, Lemon. Hi, Tolu. Welcome. Yeah, so please, so intro- you're welcome. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah, so first of all, it's a pleasure being here today, this morning with you. So my name is Lemon bergman Gross. My uh, background is software engineering. I actually started as a software engineer and grew to leadership. And my last role uh, as an employee, I was a director of engineering at a company called DigitalOcean. I now reside in Israel, as you mentioned, and I'm originally from Israel. However, I did live in the U.S. for nine years. And we moved back in December 2010 and lived there for nine years and then got back. And when I got back to Israel, I also decided to change and you know not just my personal life obviously changing a country is a big change but also to change my career my passion has always been supporting women in tech in the tech industry and i started working on that mission so i left my job and i started uh, coaching women mostly women in tech and uh, to help them get a confidence and support they need in their career uh, even more specifically, women in engineering come to me just because I come from that background and I know the type of challenges that they go through. I also specialize in LinkedIn uh, branding, both personal branding and branding as a company. Because I, uh, as I moved to the US, I had to find my way around LinkedIn and, and really get myself out there and find jobs. And I also work uh, with an organization that I know from uh, my time in the U.S. called Power to Fly. I work with them. I created a mentorship program for uh, women and underrepresented uh, talent. And I consult with them on different things. Awesome. Awesome. So one thing that I really appreciate with what you're doing is, I mean, you mentioned something about the fact that you have an engineering background and by the way i know digital ocean is a very big um, tech company and for you to get to that position that is very 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 outstanding so the fact that you were able to now come back and say i want to help women more um, of the women in tech to be able to make sure that the others i have to go through they don't have to go through it so ideally i would expect that the women that work with you will probably be able to get promotion faster than back in the days because now they have someone who is experienced at helping them navigate that space and not feel intimidated by the men in the group, correct? 
Yes, absolutely. I think, Tolu, you captured it very, very well. The women I work with not necessarily want to get a promotion, but those that do, and we work on that very, very focused uh, towards the goal, whether, whether it's a promotion or something else. And then I help those women focus around those goals, figure out what are the barriers, what is stopping them. A lot of times, again, it's not just, you know, the men or the environment, but themselves lack of confidence, lack of believing in their abilities. And sometimes they need direction about what are the actions they should take in order to be recognized and appreciated for what they are and the work that they do. Yeah, absolutely. That is such a big um, deal. Ensuring that you are appreciated for the work you do. Um, a lot of freelancers will definitely be able to relate to that and that is definitely a big deal whether you are working for a company or you're working one-on-one with clients so now let's take a step and look at what do you feel is an ideal way to go about hiring remote talent generally whether you are a business owner and you need maybe a software developer a content marketer a graphics designer a video editor whatever skill you need and you need to get someone that is going to be ready to do the work and will do that in good time for you as a business owner or an entrepreneur so what are some of the steps you need to go through aside just barely looking at their portfolio yeah so first of all you need to know what exactly you're looking for and what is important to you so and my understanding is you're talking specifically about hiring a freelancer to do something very, very specific. Uh, the more specific you are in the skills you're looking for, the more focused you'll be on the... Because one of the challenges can be not necessarily that someone is bailing out on you or disappearing, but maybe they're just not skilled enough exactly. in what you need specifically. So the more specific you are, the higher chances are that you're going to actually find people who are who specialize in what you need. There are many platforms out there um, in order to find uh, freelancers. So definitely, you know, looking at platforms and looking for those who have high ra- ratings. And um, maybe one thing that you can do is try to give them something small at the beginning. So before you actually lay out, okay, I need from you a project that will take, I don't know, let's say a month, maybe give them some small tasks just to get a feel for how they communicate with you, how they respond, how fast, how quickly do they do the job. So it's kind of a test for you and for them if it's working out. Because as you mentioned, Tolu, a lot of that is about communication. And one of the key things uh, in remote, in working remote, is communication. Being very clear, have a clear communication channel. Now that can be Slack, that can be WhatsApp, that can be email, depending on you and what works for you and also what works for the freelancer, depending on what country they are at. So communication is key and you can test that, um, you know, doing like a small task, and trying to figure out if it works from both the actual work and also the communication style. 
Absolutely. I mean, I I enjoyed the fact that you you know took your time to delve more on the communication aspect because that is, as you said, a very key factor when considering to get um, hire someone, whether it's a freelancer or an entrepreneur. That was, I mean, a, a um, worker and all from one worker that was introduced to you by someone else. So this is one of the things I covered in episode seventy-two of the podcast where I talked about building relationships with your clients and one thing I told freelancers or entrepreneurs that are trying to build their um, business is communication is very key and as you rightly said you have to find a communication medium that works best between you and the client it's not just about choosing what works for you so and as you rightly said the person who is hiring it to also be considerate because some communication channels might not be very um, um, easy to use in some other countries so you have to find what works best for both of you that you also can um, manage to use because at the end of the day if both of you are not able to you know communicate effectively there would be issues and aside that um, there are also scenarios where um, freelancers also meet people that don't know exactly what they are looking for so there are a couple of people like that that they know that okay this is where i'm going to whatever i need to do to get there i really don't know it so i need someone that not only understands how to get this type of stuff done but i also need someone who is going to create the path that would lead me to that place even if it means advising me on things i need to do so those type of clients are even more special because they need someone who's going to hold their hands and do the thinking for them and do the chatting of the path to ensure that wherever the person needs to get to, they get there. For working with those type of clients, I remember that I said, you have an idea of where they are going, but when you start doing some stuff for them, some work for them, you have to be like a really good listener to know when they enjoy some certain stuff more than some certain stuff because in their communication you would notice that they'll probably talk more on some things that you've done and they'll be like i really like the way you did this without you asking for their feedback and then you can tell that okay this is the direction in which this person is tilting okay so what else can i do around this place that would also help them reach their goals so um freelancers or business owners or from home entrepreneurs need to also understand that fact that they are also some people that don't know exactly how they need to get to where they're going to and they need your help to hold their hands so i know you'll be able to add to that too <laughs> yes so uh, you're talking basically about an entrepreneur or business owner that have a vision so they know where they want to get to but they don't know exactly what are the steps and uh, needed to mm-hmm. get so there are multiple options they can go there either to hire as you mentioned you mentioned a consultant or a co-founder or a partner. Something to think in, to take into consideration. If you're looking for a freelancer, a lot of them are like a gun to hire. Why, why is they gun to hire? They know how to do something that is clearly defined to them. And that can be a sore point for an entrepreneur that maybe have a vision, but they don't know exactly how to get there. A freelancer may disappoint them because those freelancers, I'm not saying all, but many of them, they want clear specification. I need this job to be done and they go and do it. That's the way they work. Mm -hmm. That's how they perform. Mm -hmm. 
if you need someone that is more gonna help you brainstorm chew up on the idea or think about strategy or about what needs to uh, happen exactly then you need to find someone who is good about taking a big problem and splitting it to small mm -hmm. so it will be typically people who are more seasoned more experienced mm -hmm. and you need to be very very clear when you interview people that are potential fit for you that it's not exactly clear what needs to be done and this is exactly. part of their job mm -hmm. and and to ask them if they've done something like that mm -hmm. that would be a good indication for you to know if you're talking with the right person or not and also mm -hmm. some of them may say well i don't know i mean i'm, I'm not doing those kind of things mm -hmm. yeah and i mean as you said um being honest on both parts plays a very large role there was a job i was meant to start earlier this year and when I saw the specifications, I had to, you know, let the person know that in this work that you want me to do, I can work, but I cannot guarantee any results because this is not what I'm strong at. And you know what the lady did? She looked at me and she was like, okay, tell me what you're good at. I outlined it for her and she said, well, I need that too. So I'll just hire you to get this done and I'll find someone else to do what I need in this part. At the end of the day, I still did not lose. I was still able to get a job. I did not have to lie and say that I would get it done. I had to tell them the truth that I have an idea of this because I've worked with other people in the past, about three, four clients that do this. But as a person, I have not done hands-on on this before. I cannot guarantee results. And then she just asked me, what can I do? And then I told her and then it was done. So sometimes, a lot of times you need to be honest, a lot of times also it will not always um, end up becoming also a job offer, but you would be definitely be saving yourself from a lot of embarrassment and there are also other opportunities out there that are waiting for you to grab them that you always will be a better fit for, whether you're a freelancer, an entrepreneur or whatever the case might be. Now let's say you have hired the right set of talent, you've tested them out on a small project, they've done well, you've tested them out on a little um, more complex problem, they've also delivered, you realize that okay you guys communicate well, they can get stuff done, they understand how you need to get stuff done. What are now the next steps that you need to take as a business owner to make sure that you are managing that relationship without having to babysit whoever you're working with you want i mean you hire people so that you can also have time to work on other stuff and then have more time for yourself so definitely don't want to babysit you just want to be able to you know form a very great understanding and make sure that work gets done so how do you manage as a business owner yeah so that's a great question so first of all uh, it would be to try to define some milestones and maybe not even you as a business owner define them but you say okay this is the project i have for you obviously you ask them how how long do they estimate it will take and what are the different steps that they need in high level that mm -hmm. can help you because what you don't want to do is to give someone a project disappear for a month and then, mm -hmm. you know, get back to them. You want to have some kind of checkups on a mm -hmm. weekly basis or whatever mm -hmm. cadence that you feel like is needed mm -hmm. to check progress. 
So if you define those milestones and define, okay, a weekly is a good cadence, I think, mm-hmm. On, mm-hmm. for the most part. Okay, what are the things you think you can do uh, in a week? And then checkpoint, do a checkpoint every week with them. How the, the week passed, what have they done? And, and if something is not completed, try to understand why, what are the challenges? That can help you both, you know, get a feel for how things are going on and um, if there are any red flags, if anything like is not progressing for some reason. Wow, awesome. The milestone part makes it a whole lot easier, but on the side of the freelancer or whoever's working and the time of the business owner, because that helps to set the right um, type of expectation on both ends. And it also makes the whole job less overwhelming, making it easier to deliver results. So now let's go back to the people that you help the most, the women that need more clarity on how to navigate their business. What are some tips that you would normally give a woman, irrespective of the field they are in, whether tech or not, that um, has lost a lot of confidence, probably due to the fact that people walking around them talk them down, but at the end of the day, they still um, implement the ideas that they brought up originally. So typically, I mean, uh, it, it depends on the woman and where she's at. If someone is not exactly clear uh, on what she want to do, I try to uh, give her some homework. <laughs> and I ask her typically, uh, first of all, to ask people who knows her, uh, either people she worked with, friends, family, to tell three things about her that they, f- they feel are her strength and three things that they feel that um, may be less strong or she need to improve on. Uh, this is called like the mirror exercise. It helps you get a perspective externally from people around you and a lot of time you may be surprised but by the feedback you get. I also ask them to do a self-assessment of their core strength. What are the things that they feel like they are very strong at? And their passions. What are the things they enjoy doing? And more broadly, not just professionally, in general. The combination of strengths, passion, and business need, like the intersection between those three, is where that person need to go and not just for women yeah and when we do this exercise a lot of time there is an aha moment Mm -hmm. oh actually and i'm not the one telling anyone what to do right everyone Mm -hmm. eventually need to figure that out for themselves but a lot of times there's an aha moment of okay that is what i should be doing and i'm just Mm -hmm. there to give them the framework to push them a little bit and give them the confidence asking people around you helps with confidence boost because you get the feedback externally a lot Mm -hmm. of times we underestimate ourselves and our skills even people with the highest confidence in the world a lot we are you know always criticizing and hearing it externally really helps Mm, mm, mm. it's very true i mean the parts where you describe the framework 
of finding your skills, your passion, and things that make money for you, resulting in an aha moment that is very, very solid. And this is free advice from Libor. And if you know that you are still doubting yourself, go ahead, do these exercises, do them, and then check those links in the show notes. And you know, send a chat that I Limor, I listen to your podcast, and I tried your exercise, and I had my haha moment i mean she would definitely love to get this type of feedback absolutely absolutely so, so make sure that you're using all of the advice you're getting on the work from home podcast you know that we are working with a lot of professionals who are seasoned who have a lot of experience that are going to make your life so much easier so real quick question now is as someone who is a business and you are not clear on how to achieve your goals like you said earlier one of the things they can do is find a co-founder or a business partner how do you advise that they go about finding the best co-founder or business partner that would help to make their business successful and would also not result in a tussle for supremacy down the line yeah first of all one advice I have for every business owners, and this is something I started doing as I started my own business, is to network regularly. Because as business owners, we always need to meet people. Whether it's prospects, eventually people that may be clients of ours, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or maybe referrals or potential you know, uh, people we partner with. So always, always, always network find the platforms that work for you. It could be meetups. It could be, I, I do something that I really love. It's called Lunch Club. It's a virtual networking platform where okay. you can meet people on a weekly basis. And I set time on the calendar to meet one person per week. Oh. And I meet a lot of people also face to face. And I meet people in conferences, right? When I do public speaking and people that mm-hmm. I like their talks, I just reach out to them and say, hey, let's talk, let's meet. And, and uh, just yesterday I went for a coffee with someone that I met. He's a nomad. He lives mm-hmm. all over the world. He was in Portugal actually where when I met him, uh, you know, in a conference. But then he said, oh, I'm, I'm in Israel and we met. So oh, wow. always next. Wow. So you mentioned Launch Club. Is that a platform or I've never heard about that? Yes, let me find the link and send it to you. That's an incredible platform. I highly recommend it. And uh, I started using it in the, uh, you know, in the heart of COVID. Uh, When everyone were at home, literally you couldn't go outside and I and they just reach out to me somehow and I started using them I'm just putting here I don't know if you're able to see the uh, the chat here got it yes you can feel free to put that link and I started using it in June 2020 and I was amazed how incredible it is the great about it you can meet people worldwide all over the world you can even wow. specify which country you want to meet like per week so this wow. week i want to meet someone you know in mm-hmm. israel next week maybe i want to meet someone in new york or whatever wow. you can specify the location you can specify what kind of people you want to meet mm-hmm. if it's entrepreneurs if it's you know virtual venture capitalists or whatever and 
And when you fill your profile, it's important to highlight the things that are important to you, why you're there, yeah. who you want to meet, and so forth. It's really mm -hmm. great. Highly recommend. Now, about your question about a co-founder, I mean, a co-founder finding, in general, finding a business partner is, to me, resemble a lot to finding a romantic partner in life. It, yeah, it's funny, but I, I, a lot of time I say it's like dating. Because you really need to find, my personal opinion is that a partner, a, a business partner or a co-founder, it's a relationship. It's not just about, oh, this person know X, Y, Z, I know this, we're a good match. You need to have a match from personal perspective. Yeah. It needs to work between you mm -hmm. two. So, um, you know, I recommend just asking people around you, people you meet, you know, when you, mm -hmm. as you network, who would you, they recommend mm -hmm. um, for you to maybe to reach out to? You can broadcast that you're looking for a co-founder mm -hmm. and, and, and just meet with those people and try to see if there is synergy. Synergy with your passions, with what you're interested at, and and how you want to work. Wow. And wow. I can share that I started I started working about a year ago with someone. I still, you know, I'm in touch with them. And it wasn't a bad experience, but eventually we we split ways because we figured out there wasn't we we weren't looking for the same things, and it wasn't a fit, which is okay. But you just need to take into consideration that it's about finding the right match for you. That exact analogy that it's like dating is something I also mentioned about the, uh, the, 67, the 72nd episode of the Work From Home podcast that I was talking about. I said, I said even as uh, someone is doing business with someone, it's kind of like dating because you while you are dating for example you want to give impressions you want to solidify your position because you know there are some times when you date someone and then you probably lose the person and then when you jump to the next relationship you keep looking for those particular qualities that were in the previous person and you don't find them and whether you do it knowingly or unknowingly you just see that naturally you are getting angry at whoever you are dating because those qualities that you used to find in someone else you are no longer finding them and kind of brought them closer to business also where you are working as a freelancer or as an entrepreneur with other business people and then you are giving values that you know that these values are they will probably not find it elsewhere and then you invest so much in those values that a they don't want to lose you even if they do let you go they would feel sorry for letting you go because these are key ingredients that are definitely needed in the business but they are having a hard time finding it and i mean this is quite easy because everybody has something they are really good at there can be a hundred thousand content marketers the aha moment for those hundred thousand marketers will definitely not be the same you might have maybe three or four of them that will be the same you might have another two that will be similar but i mean the thing that makes them tick the way they do their operations, the way they are committed to the clients, it can never be the same. So if you, as a person, find something that is really great about you, that helps you to you know, drive business, as you have rightly said, you are able to push it up, it's definitely just like dating. And as you said, 
finding a great co-finder and giving us the launch club by the way as you also said the link for that is going to be in the show notes i just checked it out as you were talking and i'm already <laughs> signing up even as we Signed speak up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's incredible i mean this this is one of the platforms i've not finished the sign up process people but from what i'm looking at this is one of the platforms that you will join and then you'll be like how have i survived without being on this platform Absolutely. You are going to need it every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, Absolutely. I'm going to tell a lot of people about um, Lunch Club. Thank you very much for, you know, coming to share a lot of valuable, valuable, valuable experience with us on the Work From Home podcast. And I would like to ask if you have any other actionable tips that you want to give our listeners just before we call it a day. I mean, one of the things I would say is that when you work on a business you have to have the combination of a purpose, a passion, and dedication, you know, and consistency because you cannot thrive without doing something that you feel connected to. There are going to be challenges, there are going to be setbacks. You have to really be willing to do what it takes. And I have found, I've tried different things in the past, uh, business-wise, I tried real estate, I tried selling on Amazon, I tried different things. Okay. And some of them did not persist. And when I was asking myself why it didn't persist, it was because it wasn't coming from my heart. It mm. wasn't something I was passionate about mm. enough. And when there was a struggle, when things didn't go well, mm. I just gave up. Mm. Because it was like, oh, it was just about making money. It cannot be, for me at least, cannot be just about making the money absolutely it has to be something that i feel i want to make a difference absolutely i 100 percent agree with you and even um i cannot underestimate the value of consistency and definitely you also cannot be consistent over something that you're not passionate about and then whatever you're doing your main driving force cannot be about the money things will not always go the way you expect them to go it's life changes the most i mean constant thing so you have to be always passionate about whatever you're doing you have to be consistent you have to be a real driving force and as you said being ready and ready to make a difference because that is what will help you keep going higher and higher in whatever you're doing every day and i don't know maybe by the time we release this episode i would have you know gotten some results from a social experiment that i'll be doing on, over there on my tiktok account um i have a theory that so far you're consistent in whatever you're doing, no matter how stupid it is, there is an audience for you out there. So I'm going to, basically what I'll be doing is this. <laughs> Sounds very silly. I'll play music, a trending music, and I'll just stand there staring at the camera, doing absolutely nothing, not smiling, not giggling, not doing, not even conveying any message. And I'll be doing that consistently over a period of probably a year. And I'll see if that would grow my following <laughs> on TikTok because a lot of times I'm not saying that consistency is the only important ingredient but I just want to you know use that as a way to prove that with consistency you would be able to achieve so much more so if I'm not putting in any real effort and I'm just consistently doing something and I can achieve a level of success what now happens when I put in intentional effort what now happens when I put in real passion what now happens when I'm striving to make a difference? 
So that is what I'm just trying to do. The importance of consistency. So we'll see how that goes, and hopefully, um, we'll be able to you know look at that data in 2023. Thank you once again, Limo, for joining us on the Work From Home podcast. And don't forget, people, all the links to reach her, including how to get on a one-on-one session with her. What I would advise for you guys to do is this: very simple. Look at the exercise that she has provided. Find your aha moment, because I want you to find that aha moment and then give Lamar a call and say, you have helped me find my aha moment, and that's why I'm calling you after listening from the Work From Home podcast. And if you also, like me, want to find people that you can talk with, brainstorm, find a co-founder, whatever, on the launch club, and you join the link and you see that whatever I found there is valuable, definitely say thank you to Lemore for doing that. Just, you know, message her on LinkedIn. Say, hi Lemore, you, you told me about the lunch club and I found it very useful. Thank you very much for helping to change my life. So thank you guys and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.